one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Should we do some news, James? Let's do some news. Let's get get right into it. Right, first news story is from the wonderful Melissa Reddy. Uh, She broke an exclusive last night that confirmed uh, Liverpool will not be interested interested in Philip Coutinho. Um, We love Mel, don't we? Uh, We've got a job. So, um, yeah, obviously... Coutinho's down his luck. He's not had the best of seasons, has he, James? Nah, not, not really worked out. To say the very least, anyway. Uh, there were rumours earlier on this summer that Liverpool were interested in him. I think a lot of fans kind of wanted him. Um, but during our interview with Jurgen Klopp, um, he said, in general, for Coutinho, help, helps each team in the world 100%. Um, during New York... Uh, during the interview during New York, yeah, the interview during the New York <laughs> Liverpool's pre-season. There we go. There we go. Uh, he said it's not about that. I like Phil. I think he's a fantastic footballer and all that stuff. But it will be a big, 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 big money signing, and it, and it's not our year for that. James, instant thoughts. Um, I kind of agree with it. I kind of like the fact that Klopp isn't just going for the big money, flashy signings. Like, he's never really done that, and I'm happy that he's not starting now. You know, I, I think he kind of looked at it as like, listen, he played for us, he then left for Barcelona. I understand why he wanted to leave, but I just want him to stay, either stay there and just, you know, wish him all the best, but... He's not a part of my plans. Not for you. Let us know in the comments below. Would you still be in for Coutinho or you're not interested <coughs> like James? Uh, next story, a bit of a sad one, this actually. Uh, Nathaniel Klein uh, is set to miss the rest of 2019 with an injury. Oh, no he's, way, he's done his ACL. Uh, this, this again, young. broke uh, last night. So he's 28 years old um, and he's injured himself. He's out for another six months at least. Um, kind of another worry, isn't it, for the right-back cover? It, no it does way, actually man. say he was in line uh, for, with Crystal Palace for interest in, in signing. So, yeah. um, just gutted for him, I think. I'm gutted for him because, you know, we had that promising start against Tramier, of course, getting a goal. And I just thought it would have been nice to actually see him get a chance and just see what he can do. You know, you've got to remember, he was England's first right-back at one point. And the fact now, you know, he gets on loan to Bournemouth, comes back, now he's injured. It's just, you think, like... What what's left for him, you know? And to be honest, I think he's done now. I think this injury is just kind of the final straw, sort of, in in his um, Liverpool career, anyway. Does it concern you that Liverpool's lack of cover at right back? You know, obviously Trent Seven and Gomez can go and play yeah. wherever need be. I do think it need, you know, Jurgen might need to open his eyes a bit at that spot and just think maybe, do you know what? We do lack depth in that position, and to be a successful team and go out and try and win as many trophies as possible, you need depth. And yes, we've got you know Hoover and stuff like that, but can you really rely on him to be your backup right back for a full season of football? Do you know what I mean? I don't think um, that's that's the best thing to do. Obviously, if that's what Jurgen wants to do, he knows more than me. But 
I think that if if we had to choose a position to bring in cover, right back would probably be the first position I'd look at. Just put Milner in there, be fine. But then what about left back? Because don't Milner. you know, like... <laughs> Milner can just do everything. He can play both of them in one game. There you go. Sound all done. Uh, next story: Liverpool have been urged to sign Bruno Fernandez. Uh, obviously, Liverpool drew with uh, Lisbon last night. Uh, he, he impressed, actually. I don't know if you've seen any of the highlights, James, but he, he was got a very goal and good. An assist. Uh, there's a little picture doing the round of Jurgen with his with his arm round and just say. Come to Blackpool, Just mate. Come, come, to Blackpool. come to Blackpool, they'll be fine. Um, but in a special guest related podcast on the Blood Red channel for the uh, the Echo, they had Alex Goncalves, um, who is an expert and he has the creator of Trooper Scout website. Um, so he says he, he's described as an intelligent footballer that underpins his entire game. Uh, he has the capacity to exploit opposition weaknesses and tremendous movement. He reads the game really well, and what he likes to do is get in between the lines in those pockets of space and heavily involved in the attacking play. And once he, he collects the ball, he's very effective. He does actually go and say he can play a deeper role as well within that midfield and kind of change it up a little bit, which yeah. is really good for Liverpool. Um, but then further down, it's he one does, thing Klopp likes, isn't it? But then he does say, you know, is it an attractive prospect for him to come to Liverpool when we're so stacked with midfielders? Yeah, he's going to get game time, but then he can play further forward, and that's the position that, that I kind of want. Is I know he's a bit more of an attacking midfielder, but someone who can play out left yeah. to cover Marnie, which we've, again, yeah. we've banged on about someone. 100%. You know, he scored 31 goals last season, didn't he? I don't know if that was just in the league or, or competitions, but you know. 47 times in 106 appearances, my research tells me. That's, that, you know what I mean? That's, that's a good a really return. Good, that, that's yeah. a really good return. And, you know, you do want players like that. You do like to see numbers like that. I, to be honest, I've, I've, I've kind of wanted to Liverpool to really go in for this type of a player. You know, I actually really like the look of the signing, but it looks like Man United and, you know, Tottenham and Arsenal. It seems like that, not Arsenal, sorry, like Tottenham, Man United, teams like that are looking more into them than we are. And I think we're just kind of happy with what we've got at the moment. And I do suppose if you do look at our midfield, the depth of it is good enough. You know, we've got plenty of good midfielders there. Maybe we don't need another one, but I just think it's never a bad thing to go out and get quality no. like this. Do you know what I mean? I think he's a really good player himself. There's also the concern of what Chamberlain's going to be like, and we'll come on to him in a second. You've got a yeah, real story about that's him. That's one thing, yeah. Um, but let's move on. Gareth Bale, I know we talked about this week, so I'm not going to get you wound up again. Um, but Gian Klopp's basically rubbish to talk and said these expensive wages, expensive fee, not interested in him. Yeah. Um, but he just going to go and talk about. Um, Ahead of the Lisbon game, not as Gareth Bale. Yeah, Gareth Bale is a player, and if he leaves, it'd be outstanding, expensive wages. Um, again, just talk, talk us through that. You, what you said the other day, you don't want that to ruin Liverpool's. Exactly, do you, know, do you know what I mean? The wage structure, because we've realised that that can actually have an effect on a club, uh -huh. and it really, really can. And you know, you don't want Liverpool getting into that position where once they hit a bit of silverware, they just start buying big players for X, you know, X amount of million, and. It, there's just no point in doing it when your squad's already good enough. You, we don't need Gareth Bale and Jürgen said it there. Why go out and spend this amount of wages on a player? It's not even the price of the player, it's the wages that we'd be spending on them. There's no point in it. We don't no. need to. You're not for the backup winger. Um, <laughs> the other quote which is really interesting from this, which, which I quite like and it's kind of got me hopes up a little bit more. Uh, he's saying Liverpool is a long-term project. The team is really good. Will it be difficult situations? Probably. Um, there will be, even if we bring in a new player or two or three. Uh, I didn't say we won't do anything. Is it going to be a big window? It is, it is going to be a big window for sure, but people don't think about people who are already in. And I find that quite quite interesting. Okay, he didn't say categorically we're not going to buy anyone. Yeah. But I think he says, you know, we'll, we'll react to the transfer market, which I find quite interesting. But he says it will be a big window. Yeah. I might just get me hopes up, James. M maybe. But you don't know, do you, at yeah. Liverpool? You, you really don't know what they're going to spend the money on. You know, the, you've got Henry coming out and saying that he wants to spend this amount of money and they want to keep improving. But then we haven't really had a, 
a sniff of any big transfer business, realistically, no. not compared when you compare it to last summer, especially. But that's not a bad thing, is it? Because Liverpool have got really good at you know being in control of that and keeping things on oh, the yeah. laps and the Virgil van Dijk thing. Oh, yeah, 100%. More, so. We just tell the media now, John. We'll tell what we'll do, we'll judge it when the window's closed. Yeah, and that's, we'll all, judge, you, that's and, all you can do. And then we'll judge it again in 10 weeks into the season. Exactly. That's that's the, t- that's the best times to do it because you can't really judge it now, to be fair. Uh, another bit of good news, James, is Liverpool's expansion for Anf- Anfield Road End um, is set to be slightly bigger than anticipated. Um, Peter Moore was speaking in New York this week and he said they want to add increase the capacity to 58,800 in total, adding around 4,600 seats. However, the club are now planning to go above 60,000 capacity. Um, we're saying the current application is insufficient to our plans. And I think this is really good news because over the past week or so, we've really covered the availability of getting tickets for fans, and it's a nightmare, obviously. Oh yeah, because you know, we're a massive club. So the amount stuff, of the amount of messages I get saying, "Ah, oh, James, do you know anywhere where I can get a ticket or something?" And even I don't really know because I can just about get one for myself, and yeah. it is a nightmare getting a ticket. Um, and the system itself, as well, isn't it? I think they kind of changed that up again this year. Yeah. So the priority of people get them and stuff, and people and we get messages all the time through Facebook and stuff. If you're going, I just want tickets and like, listen, yeah, it's it's, it's out of our hands, but just, it just opens up more opportunity. I know it's an extra safe. For four or five thousand people, that's still a lot of people. I still think you'll, you'll still have trouble. Where yeah. they can ease the problems for the fans to get tickets, I think that's only one hundred percent. You know, the expansion is something that I think we need mm-hmm. um, a million percent. I don't think this is going to make much of a difference in terms of how easy it is to get tickets, just because the demand for them mm-hmm. is that high. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you've got to start somewhere. Yeah, of course you have. Right, we'll wish through these last two. Uh, I found this dead interesting as well. Match today are under, under threat as the sky. I, I, I'm thinking about um, showing you Premier League highlights on YouTube for free. <gasps> oh my God! So let me see. Yeah, so Sky considered making the Premier League highlights freely available after matches this season in a move that could hit viewing figures. BBC's Match of the Day Sky bosses given serious thought to broadcasting three-minute clips of key moments on YouTube shortly after games finish. I mean, as, as as a young viewer, James, yeah. I've, I think this is very much targeted at your generation. I know because. I mean, like I'm 30 now, and I watch Match of the Day on a Sunday morning, not Saturday yeah. night. But I watch it because I do quite like the analysis of like the depth that they go into. Yeah. Not so much the comments that some of the pundits make, because some of them are absolute knobheads. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? You get that in-depth stuff, and they have a bit of a laugh, which I quite like. Well, Match of the Day was kind of the thing that got me into watching football. So if that went, that would that would be weird. For but me if you anyway. if you didn't have access to Sky or BT Sport, and you're a viewer, and you go, I've got highlights. Yeah. After straight up, near or straight after a game. Yeah. Is that, is that you're satisfied then, aren't you? Don't get me wrong. As long as you're seeing the highlights and you're seeing them in full, then yeah. you can't really complain, to be honest no. with you. It's just I'd, miss, I'd mismatch of the day if it was to go because oh, of this. You'll still, still be there, mate, don't worry. Oh, oh good then. Oh, Sean. No, no, this is a great thing then. Why yeah. is this? Yeah, this I is mean, brilliant. Okay, sound. Okay, let us know in the comments below. Are you a fan of, would you be a fan of this or are you, are you a match of the day person? Are you um, a fan? I'd rather watch match of the day, to be honest. Yeah, shame. Um, something we briefly touched on before. Um, but fuck off, adverts. I don't want a Skoda. Um, Alex, I say Chamberlain is um, nursing a calf injury. Um, I suspect this might put him out of the Napoli game, um, give him a little bit of a rest. But yeah. like we touched on before, of you know, progressing and adding to the squad in that position and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is this is a concern for Liverpool fans in the fact that I said before they don't know how he's going to come back, and yeah. you don't want this three three weeks into the season of going. Well, you know, we had the opportunity to go and buy someone. I know. Then this is. This is why Klopp might just have a bit of a headache, you know, when players like Oxley chamberlain are going out injured, it does give you a bit of a question, do I just need to go out and buy someone? And realistically, I do think the answer to that is yes. And because of situations like this, because this is going to pop up in the season as well, I'm not just talking about Oxley chamberlain specifically. Got so, and yeah, you've got, you've got all these players who will get injuries throughout the season, and it will happen, it's inevitable, it happens with Liverpool, it happens with every team. 
this is why you probably do need to go out and maybe just get that extra midfielder, you know, an extra quality midfielder that that you will need when it comes to the, to the December period, the end of the season. It, it's vital to get these players in, I think. What do you reckon about Oxlade-Chamberlain, about him? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I said, well, if it's only a niggle, that can happen. Yeah. That can happen to any player, whether he's got injuries or not, like you just said. But like, I think the best concern with fans, and I've I've got it because we've seen before Liverpool have, have reached a point where, like, you know, they're challenging for the title, yeah. and they don't add to that to go and push themselves to the next level. And, exactly. You know, I said I'll, I'm all right now. I'll judge it when the window's finished. And I'll judge mm-hmm. it when when we're ten games into the season, or something, and I'll probably know about it. Sai, some comments, please. Um, absolute chaos in the comments today. <laughs> 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 Quite a lot of uh, people moaning about Klopp. Uh, Gino Briscoe especially has been saying nobody coming in, stupid Klopp says so. If our front three get injured, we're in trouble. Mid-table team, are you blind on here? Last season was a fluke. We need depth. Um, and then there's a couple of people kind of echoing that, but not quite as, quite as strong. Uh, I, I, I see where he's coming from because it, it, there's games where like we've got a lot of last minute winners and you know certain <coughs> things happened yeah. and stuff and I, like I said I'll judge it at the end, end of the window Liverpool are dead good at keeping quiet about the transfer stuff yeah you know so look at the Fabinho thing we could be talking now something could happen in, I, know, in, I, I in, understand the frustration I just don't know I don't know if it's that much of a worry, that much. I do, I do get frustration of fans, but I don't think we're in a position where like we can say last season was a fluke. I can't. I don't think 97 points is a fluke. I don't think winning the Champions League, getting to the final for the second time, I don't think that's a fluke either. I think that's just because we're a genuinely good team. Yes, I do feel one or two additions could be better, but I don't think it's a, it's a, it's a crisis that we've been mm. in before. But when you see Man City getting 100 points and 98 points, that's true. You, you want to build on that to, to no, kind of push right. that, and that's understandable. Yeah. Another one? Um, Kieran Aaron said, people need to remember that we don't have the same wealth as City. Our owners have 10% of the net worth that City do. We can't afford to go out and spend 80 million on someone that will play 20 games a year. Yeah, and there's also the you know the rules that you know some clubs have to abide by. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to get into that right, right now, but obviously we spent a lot on Fabinho, we spent a lot on Naby Keita, we spent a lot on Alisson, we spent a lot on Van Dijk, and again we're getting loads of money coming in through the Champions League and through TV money and through sponsorships and stuff like that. But like it's the comments you said of going, don't go and spend thirty, forty million pounds just for the sake of getting another body in the door. Yeah, and exactly. when, you, when if Liverpool can wait till next season and go, actually we're going to get someone to come in who's eighty whatever, next yeah. season, go and do it then. Yeah, you know, City are a bit of an anomaly because they just go and spend money f- through whatever they can. Yeah, and like you, you've just said it then and you mentioned it as well, you know, you don't want to get yourself into a position where, you know, like Chelsea and where they can't go and buy players. You've actually got to take care of how much you let into the club and how much you let out. And I think that that could be one thing that Liverpool are taking into consideration. They don't want to overspend. And, and the lad's right, you know, you don't want to just bring in a body for 30, 40 million just for the sake of it. You want to actually, you want if you make a sign and you want to mean into it. Yeah, so cool. Last one. Um, just one on Klein that I think ever, that echoes everyone's thoughts. Curtis White says, I feel so bad for Klein. I think that's his Liverpool career over. He'll be sold when he recovers, I reckon. And I, I find it hard to see a world where that, that isn't the case. And you've got to feel sorry for him because he'd, he'd, he'd put quite a lot of effort into this club over the last few years. He seems like a good fella. And so it's it's a shame that he missed out. That it injuries lost him his place in the side, and now when either he was going to get a Premier League move or he was going to be a backup to backup to Trent that was going to play games for for this to happen, I feel I do feel sorry for Nathaniel. Like yeah, you don't wish injury on anyone, do you? No, no. my your own players, and to be such a bad injury at the stage of the career that he was in, obviously the report suggested he was he was on the verge of a move or he was in talks with you know Premier League clubs. As I just said, I'm thinking. Well, part of me thought, 
reckon you got injured after after we went through. No, no. It was a bit of a tight move. Um, but again, you know, his his values decreased. His the chances of those Premier League clubs looking at him, going actually, he's an attractive prospect to get this another injury setback. Yeah, kind of. You know, in six months' time, or even longer, when he's when he's fit again, and the, the window being open, it won't be clubs of the caliber that have been looking at him. Oh no, nah, most likely not. To be fair, you know, it, and it is sad when you look at the fact that you know he's. I said it before. You know, he's he used to be England star and right back. He, you know, he was just so promising. I remember when we first signed him, I was like, that's such a good player to bring in. Like I think it was like twelve point five million or something that we brought him in. And I was like, he's probably one of the best right backs we're getting for that sort of a price. And he delivered. He was consistent in most of, of the games that he played. You know, a solid seven out of ten every game. Talk about players like James Milner being like that. Klein was that player. Consistent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, it is a devastating thing. But I do wish him luck for when he does come back, whether it's with us or when he leaves or whatever. But I do think it's done for them now. Yeah, we're wishing the best luck. Uh, that is your news for Thursday. Don't forget, it's exclusive week on RedmenTV.com. Go and check that out. Go and start your free month. And as I said before, you get all those exclusive interviews, including the big one on Monday, Mr. Chris Page, bleh, Mr. Chris Page, Jack and Jurgen Klopp. Um, that's it for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Ta-ra. Peace. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.